outside. Outside the nine to five. Make the cloud rise. How the money just multiply. On the outside. Outside the nine to five. Long as I strive. Success finna multiply. On the outside. We back. Happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Happy, happy birthday from our family to you. I think that's a, that may be a friendlies happy birthday song. Yeah, friendlies. I was always a big fan of uh, the the Cold Stone happy birthday. You ever get a Cold Stone? You ever, you ever no. miss a No, but like that's not where I go with my family on my birthday. I mean, not saying it's a bad, but like usually I think restaurant on a birthday, not a like walk-in ice cream shop but i mean dessert after okay what do they say what do they say there i mean it's some version it's some remix version you know okay do you have a nice beat have you ever been to texas roadhouse i think they make you ride or they put you in a saddle or something it's nuts there (laughs) (laughs) good start bro yeah yeah. no every time i pass a texas roadhouse i feel like kind of semi-nauseous i've never been to one but my brother's rolling around if he's listening to this. That's maybe one of his favorite restaurants just because it's oh, a, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> but dude, the rolls, cinnamon butter, solid, solid steak for like an affordable price. <laughs> dude, that's a one way trip to Pepto. This mall for me. <laughs> well, they don't have, they don't go to Texas Roadhouse. I'm, I'm hitting up uh, CVS after. <laughs> For some and it's gonna be a nice night. Well, I was gonna say they don't really have like a t- I mean, I'm sure there's somewhere down here, but like usually there's just good like Texas Roadhouse type food down here. There's they're not really that chain, but up yeah, you don't need a Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse in te- in Texas. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, I know it's a little bit. I guess it could be more convenient for you know your barbecue enthusiasts. Correct. Yeah. So uh so what's your favorite fast food restaurant? If you want to get go down this oh, Chick-fil-A, no doubt. I think that's no brainer. The best <laughs> in chocolate shakes, you know? That's fu- that's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Dude, have we told that story on the podcast? We must have. I don't know. I it's like it's so deep in like my con like my subconscious and it just infuriates me. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, that's that's gotta be the maddest you've ever been at at you for sure dude it's not even close because you were pissed about (laughs) you're pissed about the flavor of ice cream i brought you you're like dude you know i don't like chocolate i'm like bro i had no idea you get chocolate shakes rip rip the story rip the story real quick and then i'm i'll give the abbreviated version um the abbreviated version is we were in a just kick of wanting frozen yogurt and one time i went to get kevin frozen yogurt and I got him some chocolate flavor. Like, obviously, chocolate is the bee's knees. That's where I'm at. That's where I think even Alex is. And I bring it home. And Kevin's like, honestly, I he definitely didn't say thank you. Definitely not. And then also, he goes, also, you didn't, there was, I didn't ask for this. Like, I, no, no, I surprised. your heart, you, you wouldn't got kiwi, kiwi yogurt. Right. Wouldn't have been, been more ungrateful. <laughs> no, it's seriously a surprise. And uh, Kevin just goes, dude, you know, I don't like chocolate. I go, dude, are you, are you kidding me, bro? So like, I didn't, I don't think like I consciously knew you got Chick-fil-A 
milkshakes every day, like, or chocolate Chick-fil-A milkshakes, like once a week. And then just like the next Friday, dude, we're just at Chick-fil-A together. And you go, yeah, I'm going to get a chocolate milkshake. I fucking, th- like, I think I punched you no, in the throat, no, dude. No, so what? Order, you tell I the story. Order, I order it. I order the chocolate milkshake. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is, did it happen right, right before? So in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh shit, like I got to make sure Colton doesn't see that I have a chocolate. Oh, chocolate. I don't know this part of it. <laughs> and then we, we, we get it and we were in the car sitting there, Alex is in the front seat and I'm, I'm, uh, sipping the milkshake and you're like, yo, is that, is that a shake? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, is it what kind of flavor? And I was like, chocolate. And you go, fuck you. <laughs> I thought you ordered it in front of me. I guess I could have forgotten how it actually went down. But yes, that I was ridiculous. Ordered it through the app, and I I remember ordering it and be like, shit, I gotta make sure he's, he's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be pissed. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you tried to sell me on the story that chocolate shakes are different than chocolate ice cream. When to me, it's like I thought they were identical. But dude, I love you regardless of that, bro. Especially on your birthday, I would never let that uh, tarnish our relationship. But yeah, so now I know no chocolate froyo, They're no chocolate. They are, they are different. They're absolutely a thousand percent right. So they so a chocolate shake is vanilla with chocolate syrup, right? Is yes. that how that rocks? Okay, yeah, dude. So you know what? I mean, I was definitely mad. Still a little bit mad today, um, but. <laughs> Just randomly thought about it during my day. Kind of got pissed off. <laughs> it's one of those things. All right. Well, now now we know the background on that story. So let's good a little inside scoop, a little inside baseball on Kevin Hartnett. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are we getting a vanilla cake? Sorry, we're just fucking everywhere today. Are we getting a vanilla cake for your wedding? Or you said you wanted the lemon pie or something? I was like, that's the worst idea of all time. Yeah, it's key lime pie, no. dude. That's you wanted lemon flavor cake, right? No. Oh. We're getting lemon flavored. Cake. Are you really? I can't believe Alex caved to that. That's crazy. No, she didn't. She didn't cave. Trust me, she did not want the lemon cake. There's no way she was caving to that. So essentially, what we did is we we got a small tier two tier cake for for us. So yeah. the bottom is the flavor she wants, which obviously I don't care about. Like lemons, the only thing I care about. Oh, okay, pop is the lemon piece. Okay, what is her? And then fifty fifty will be served. So what? What's the other flavor? It's like Alex. What's the other flavor? Vanilla. What kind of flavored cake did you get on uh, the cake tier? We'll get back to you. And okay, and- all right. When she, <laughs> all right. So, cake flavor. What what cake flavor did you get for, for the wedding? Whatever. For just us. What's your flavor? With raspberry filling and buttercream icing, and then the other one I'm pretty sure is just chocolate chip with the buttercream filling and buttercream icing. Okay, so we got chocolate chip with buttercream chocolate. Ice. There Mine, you go. Mine's a, a lemon with a raspberry yeah. filling with buttercream on the outside. It just absolutely lights out. And then, are we getting a side of goat milk or no? <laughs> yeah, there'll be there'll be warm goat milk there. <laughs> <laughs> good dude we're not doing anything this podcast for people that are still listening we're going to talk about a serious topic at some point here yeah um we'll just we'll just shit on my 29 years of life so far dude okay so i think 29 years old you're i mean i said well we're rounding up i mean for sure you're rounding up there it's like you're basically <laughs> it's like you're basically 30 yeah. Um, and I was saying there's a podcast I listen to that's an interesting question where they always say they're asking older people that are successful in a career and a pursuit. And they're saying, like, what would you tell your younger self? And I was just thinking, like, I don't know if we've ever done 
not that I'm late. I mean, I'm late twenties. Sure. Um, I was just thinking like, what would you tell your younger self, like coming out of college or even like, I don't know, out of high school, I think out of college is probably more realistic. Like what are some of the biggest ideas you've taken from your twenties and wish you kind of knew, um, yeah, I guess exiting college and in your early twenties, I think that's just the topic as simple as that. Yeah. And I think we're just going to kick it back and forth. Like we did last time since yeah, that was fun. Why don't, you, why don't you go first? And How the fuck am I going first? I just opened the door. <laughs> you, you just ripped all. Listen, people like to hear from you more. So why don't why don't you just go first? Okay. We'll get people to, to stay on the podcast. Um, so I had a period, man, like right out of college where I was like trying a bunch of different things outside of my job. Yeah. And not that I didn't like feel successful in my career at that time, or when I say my career at the job I was at, I just thought like, I, I watched all these entrepreneurs do like 11 or 12, obviously I'm throwing exact exaggeration out there, but I saw them doing so many different businesses. And I was like, okay, then Colton, you are going to be the best financial service sales rep ever. And then you're also going to dominate real estate while then training for marathons. And it's like, I was 22, bro. And like, obviously not sleeping. Um, to try and accomplish this, like yeah, it was, you were pulling over on the side of the highway to, to take sleep, that. to sleep. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And I think I would have told my younger self, like, stay focused, man. And I, and it's something I still tell myself to this day. I think it's really easy to chase the shiny object and just go really, really wide from a uh, a standpoint of like exploring all these things instead of going deep with one thing or skill at a time. I think that's the best way to build a foundation in any area, whether that's like fitness, right? Or diet or finances or work. Like for me saying no and staying focused have been the biggest factor in like my success post like the 24. So like in the last three years, I would say staying no and staying focused um, have been the, the thing that have kind of propelled has propelled me to the next level of my career and getting better in the areas of my life. Again, instead of trying to like mimic all these entrepreneurs, little do you know, like <clears throat> what entrepreneurs build businesses, they build them one at a time, right? A lot of times they've already succeeded in one. And now that thing's kind of on autopilot. They've kind of hired people to support them in that area, whatever it is. And then they move to the next project, right? Once it's kind of self-sustaining, I was trying to build everything at the same time from the ground up and it, it was a nightmare. And I, I think that's probably why I wasn't successful, quote unquote, in real estate. I mean, um, probably why I wasn't super healthy, like yeah, um, I think there's a lot of things to be said there, but yeah, ultimately saying saying no and staying focused and building one area of your life at a time was something I wish I knew when I was younger in my twenties. Okay, yeah. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it's it's less so trying like trying to do everything at once, right? In a simple, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like focus on the one thing that's your biggest priority, and like once you feel like you're at a place that you're happy with, then then Build, bring something else into the equation, right? Don't try and build all of these foundational skills at the same time. It's very difficult and challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I think also something to that is like, you have time, like you have, you have so much time to figure Correct. out. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good piece of advice. There were a couple of times there where you, 
Like I thought you were going to move into a different direction or have a career change or do something along those lines. Uh, but I, I do think you did do a pretty good job of utilizing your resources and eventually coming back to what you, the things you just stated. Right. And, and what I say, man, is like, I was successful. <laughs> like I almost hampered my own success by yeah. distract, like, and I still felt successful in my career. And I guess that's a fortune to like the people that poured into me and like who invested in my success. And um, I just think, honestly, I could have probably learned more or, or not even learn more, bro. Been happier, not like you're talking, been happier, been happier through the process, not chasing a bunch of different things and actually sleeping. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's good. what about you? Yeah, I think number one would be something I'm still probably struggling with, but don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. What give me like some examples uh, that you're tangibly thinking about? Well, I, think a lot of people leave leave college and think they have you know being 22 and thinking that you have the world kind of figured out and yep. then going into the the business world or whatever your career might be and realizing that you're starting with absolutely zero knowledge you don't know anything um and of course there's all these skills that now you have to build Right. Like just picking up the phone and calling someone and leaving a voicemail. That's a skill. Yeah. Uh, Our generation didn't didn't do that as much as, say, the previous generation. Sure. And you think, hey, like how hard could it be? But there's a lot to that. There's a lot to unpack there. So early on, you're going to obviously fail a lot and not do things to the standard that you'd like to do them to. Right. So it's super easy to be really hard on yourself. And part of that is, is good. Like you need to know that you're not doing things as well as you could do them, but having such negative self-talk to yourself all the time about that is not good. Like that's not beneficial. So there's, you got to find this balance there between being hard enough on yourself that, Hey, you know, you, you, you have to improve on this. You got to do some things to, to make yourself better, but not so much so that it it's affecting you in other ways. So that, that would be one thing that I would probably. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to feel that like even now, but like to your point, yeah. like I almost, <laughs> I like resonate with that right now, like as something I should definitely work. Right. Should right. Definitely- and I'm, I mean, I, I just tell myself right now <laughs> to do that to be honest, because that, that aspect of uh, being able to, to fail and, and know you didn't perform as well. You should have think about what you can do to be better in those situations and then just letting it go. Yeah. It's so hard to do. It's so hard to just not continue to think about that. You're so new that you think you're a failure, like for sure. Yeah. So I would say that that would be a big piece of advice that I probably give myself now and a younger me because it's, it, it gets, it gets carried away and it's not productive. But I think you, that's where you need mentors. Like, I think that's where you need people who have just been 
and I, this is maybe just me personally speaking, but you know, managers in my example that have just been rocked with client situations and they can just like display that experience to me to be like, man, listen, I know you feel like you're at rock bottom, but trust me, I've been there in a year. You won't even remember this happening. Like that is sort of the reassurance. I I think that is some of the most valuable things that being in a large organization or even just being around people that have been doing what you've been doing for a while really comes into play. In yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I, I, I think a lot of the time Jeremy brings me back right to square one and baseline. A lot of the times when we'll have a meeting, it doesn't go perfect. Nothing ever goes perfect in life. And I'll just focus on the one thing that didn't go as well as I'd like it to. Maybe. Yep. And yeah. Jeremy will bring me back and just say, hey, you know, nothing is always, no, nothing's going to be perfect. You did, you did very well. Yeah. You know, carry on. But even if you didn't do well, bro, it's like, like literally who cares? Like not like who cares that you don't care about your job, but also 12 months from now, you will forget that situation. <laughs> like probably even happened, you know, like. Yeah. And it's I, a good, it's always a good sign if you do care. But right. caring to such an amount that like it's unhealthy is is not not beneficial. So, huh? Yeah, I like that. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, and like it's not the end of the world as well. Like I keep thinking about. I remember, I remember there were so many situations when I first started in, in my company, bro, where I sent like the wrong email, and I was palm sweating, palms sweating. Wait, I have this. I have this great story about this. Good. It's it is so elementary and not important, but I yeah. was freaking out about it. So when I first started uh, at my first job, there was like there was an email that went out inviting some of the newer people to a happy hour. It was it was not in a group email chain. Yeah. It was individually sent to these people by the the director of the sales force. Yeah. And I had a conflict and couldn't, couldn't go. And I spent probably, I don't, I don't know how long trying to figure out a way to write an email back to like you had an obligation. <laughs> like, like, like it was this huge thing. And so I remember I crafted this email and I sent it and the email I got back was just something they had sent on their phone. It was basically it. I could tell that they were laughing at me. Yeah. Yeah email back to me that's so fun i mean but that's just yeah it's just like dude it's it's not the bit it's not it's not a big deal like chill out (laughs) so um all right i'm gonna go on number two here i think find what you want to pursue um and I would say it's cool if you find that in your 20s, but I think a lot of even what I just mentioned in my last point could be me really fine. I want to do like I was exploratory and what I thought would be passions or careers. Um, and ultimately, I landed in something that I think I'm very passionate about and can be the best at. And I think that sort of clarity clarity leads me to where I feel like I've been able to move the momentum substantially in the last couple of years is just saying no to other things that I know don't don't move me forward in the areas that I have found that I I love and enjoy now um yeah 
so when you say find find what you want to pursue right that's that's how you phrase it i feel like a lot of people have trouble just figuring out how to find that right you just do things bro yeah. i think it's easier to start crossing i think some, someone said this somewhere like alex hermosi obviously nothing i say is original like absolutely nothing i say is original right but i i heard someone say this it's oh it, you know who it was god mcconaughey and you know i love green lights i love what he says but right, dude, all, right, all, right. all right come on dude you sound like matthew mcconaughey man that's <laughs> yeah you should get into acting bro i know i'm just thinking about it uh that'll be 30s <laughs> he said it's easier to find things that you don't want to pursue or don't want to do than the things you actually do. So it's like, just try things in your twenties and like start crossing those things off the list. If they don't, if you don't wake up excited to do them most of the time, that is definitely something you should not pursue. Right. Like, um, yeah, I think it's the process of elimination in your twenties is the best. I mean, again, maybe for me, this is personal is probably the best way I found to find what you want to achieve or do yeah it seems like people try to start almost too big like what's my purpose right and that's just so so hard to answer that i feel like doing what you're saying and taking the strategy of hey let's just try a bunch of things not in terms of don't just completely start job hopping and doing things like that but just try to try to see what you what you enjoy, whether it be professionally and outside of the outside of your career. And like you said, just eliminate the things that you don't like until you find something that you do. And if you do that enough, I mean, you're going to eventually stumble upon something that's enjoyable. Like, I think you're a bit unique in the sense that I feel like you could have, if you had started in real estate, that's where you would be right now. You know what I mean? Maybe. For where sure. Some people might be a little bit more picky. So I think there's something to that. I don't know how to necessarily bring it full circle, but um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I think it's just an exploratory time, man. Like, and, and to your point, it's because it's almost contradictory to what I said, right? Like I was trying a bunch of different things and then I, I found like my, my, I don't want to say love, but like I found a genuine interest in like the career I was actually spending the most time in. And I think that is maybe unique to your point, but um, I don't know, man. I do think there's something about you reading about a subject and you just naturally having like some inclination to enjoy what you're doing. Obviously there's still a lot, like what's that quote that you hate. And I know you hate it. Like, I know you hate it. Find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life or something. Oh right? my God. Yes, there it is. Bro. There it is. Bro. He hates it. Yes. He hates it. No. And I, I agree with you, dude. Like there's a lot of challenging days, like in this job, no question, but you know what uh, I like, you know what I like better this this quote, uh, Tim Cook, it's when you find what you love, you'll never work harder, but the tools will feel light in your hands, something to that effect. 
sure. I can't, I can't like tangibilize that right now, but maybe it'll, it'll flow through me at some point in this podcast. I mean, when you find, essentially, when you find your passion, you're going to work, you're going to work harder than you ever have before. Have, right. But it'll feel easier. Like work. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah. So, I mean, again, just like to summarize the point for me, I think you, you I wish I would have told myself in in my 20s, early 20s, you're in an exploratory phase of your life, bro. And find the thing that when you read or listen to, like you're, you could see yourself applying it and being excited to chase the pursuit of getting better in that area. I found that with fitness, found that through the financial situation. I found that like with um, the work and the career that I'm in now. And dude, even looking back at real estate or Amazon FBA or any of the 11 other things I tried, like I can gen- <laughs> you're laughing at it because it's like hilarious. Yeah, it you is. were in a muskrat cage, bro. <laughs> I know I did, bro. I tried a muskrat so cage, funny. dude. So uh, yeah, but it's like you got to try those things. You got to try it. And I, 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 I think be a little bit self-reflective to be honest with yourself. Do you enjoy what you're doing and like what you're reading and what the content you're consuming? Um if you want to be successful in it long-term. Yeah. Uh, to that point, I feel like focusing more on the activity than the industry so much is a bit more important. So like you enjoy talking to people, working with people. Sure. That stuff. That's what, that's mainly what your job is, right? It's industry so, agnostic. Yeah. You can do that in all different types of industries. So yeah. All right, you're you're up, Johnny. Number two, uh, I would say number two is understanding the importance of of breaks, <laughs> like scheduled time off. You're giving yourself stuff that I know for a fact you literally struggle to do now, and yeah, that's probably why. wouldn't. Okay, all right, fine. That's I mean, that's why I feel like okay. I I would. These are the things that I haven't been able to figure out. Okay, all right, right. Go ahead. So, no, I, I mean, it's it's something that we've both struggled with and gotten better at is just the activity game of feeling like you need to be doing something 24-7. Yep. Otherwise, you're not moving in the right yep. direction. You're not growing. You're not doing anything like yep. that. And the dichotomy of working really hard, but also taking enough, like a significant you could say a significant time off to not do anything actually enables you to, to work more than you would have if you just kept working 24 seven during that time period. Now, I feel like that's a, a weird thing that you have to struggle through to figure out um, at least earlier in your career. But what do you say to the people that like, again, this is me devil's advocate when I'm 23 or 24 I don't know, Kev, like the people that seem to be winning in this career, you know, when they start out or the people that show up early, leave late. That seems like it's not. It, it seems like those people are going to beat me. No, I, I I mean, I feel like that's an accurate statement, but you don't always have to be burning the candle at both ends on the weekends as well. Right. It's I mean, it's. To, there was a point where there was some extremes there, right? It's, yeah. You know, you, you could still show up early and leave late at the office during the week, but understanding that, hey, maybe Sundays are a day to myself that I just 
you know, I don't open my phone. I don't open my laptop. I take time off. I recharge. I reset. And then that enables me to get ready for the week. I do agree with you in that the point that you're trying to make that in your early 20s, it, it really is about just grinding it out to a certain extent because a lot of that work is more volume based. Correct. Now we're in this place where a lot of the the work is more cerebral and less about just activity tasks right and so that's why i feel like we're both now being forced to figure this out because mentally we you you break down if you don't take the time right you don't do the activities you actually need to do well which it's not calling people it's not sending more emails it's like okay how do i make this strategic decision and if you're fried you're going to make a bad strategic decision and the impact Mm -hmm. of that is substantial (laughs) it's like substantial yeah um I, I'm curious though. I maybe I I heard you wrong. Do you think the breaks are more about the weekends than they are like an extended vacation in you know I don't know some tropical place? I think it's more of a consistency thing. I that's where I'm at too right now. I don't think you can go through these extent. It's 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 like anything else, right? Um, it'd be like dieting, right? Like you know you you went through the whole experience of trying to go through these yo-yo like then cut and that obviously you know resulted in in not necessarily the best result for you so it's that it's that piece of finding something that's sustainable for you that you're going to be able to do for a long period of time and i don't i don't know if that strategy is as, as good as the one that uh i mentioned just consistently taking a bit of time off and i think maybe we felt victim i mean definitely felt victim i think we did this podcast earlier this year about um like the hustle propaganda i thought that was a great way to market that podcast but um yeah dude like on a saturday bro blocking six hours to literally just put on your calendar nothing like that's it is it's unbelievably relaxing and it does recharge you you know and i never thought that that was something i could do in my early 20s to be honest i thought i was a fail actually i thought i was going to be a failure if i did that yeah not not the case not the case um i got a i got a jet uh soon so why don't you okay let's do number three got a third um one oh. your third and we'll, we'll, we'll go that. back to back like drake like drake always says so yeah my third is just patience man um and that should also like slash humility it's just you know absolutely nothing what you think you deserve at in your early 20s is literally nothing. Like a lot of the times you look at the people that are in higher positions than you. And most of the time they have worked a ridiculously long amount of time building the career and success they've had. And I think that has always like allowed me to remain humble and patient. Like, I think one thing I, again, context is everything, but for, for me, I've never asked for a salary increase, right? Cause I've never felt like I've, um, what would I say? I always feel like I've been rewarded for that, but I, I think salary and asking for that when you're a year into the job, it's like you're asking people that have done it for 20 X, the amount of times you have and have gone through so much more shit. So for like, for me, I think I've been fortunate. A lot of my bosses have been like 25 year veterans and that's kept me like super patient and humble. I, I think this is more career oriented, but yeah, it's, I, I think that's more career oriented advice. Just like stay patient and humble, man. Like a lot of the things that you think are challenges are things that 
your seniors have faced and felt for for many multiple multiple decades right like most people when they get in their early 20s can't even think about a career being decades i'm just about to hit my five-year mark bro and it's like that felt like a year felt like a year felt like a year and i guess what i'm a half decade into it and um so i think just reminding yourself that you have a lot there there's nothing you can do there's no amount you can learn bro by reading by podcasts that replaces experience and that's a very humbling thing but also freeing thing to to realize so that wasn't very short but there you uh, go. yeah i mean i would i would probably put patience as my third as well to be completely Done. honest the, you're allowed to go yeah <laughs> uh yeah that's super convenient uh <laughs> what i would say is you know, people from 22 to 25 i feel like are always going to feel undervalued and underpaid in some way shape or form and that's because you know you've gone from a system where it's rewarded on a yearly basis and that's not right. how it works so um, understanding that as long as you're putting in the work, the score is going to take care of itself eventually. If you just keep doing this, you know, pounding the grindstone. So, of the, like you, you said, I, what was it like 12, 24 months ago that you finally kind of started to see the fruits of all that work kind of come to fruition? Would you yeah. say, at least from a monetary standpoint? For sure. Yeah. Like it, it just takes time and consistency. And there's, yeah, we'll hear we'll hear this stories, the exceptions to the rule of the people who start their own company or get rich super quickly by, you know, figuring something else out that somebody didn't. But for most people, it's it's just doing the work, putting the work in, and then eventually, like I said earlier, score will take care of itself. And I think that that's a good point, bro. And later in your career, you're probably going to be overpaid for some of the decisions you have to make, right? Like it's going to be the reverse you because of how much experience you've had. Oh, am I cut? Sorry. Because of how much experience you have, you're going to be able to get paid more and have to make just like less decisions, but they're going to be more leveraged. Like you're going to get paid more for less technically probably activity. Um, more important. Yes. More important activities. All right, dude. Go enjoy your birthday. Where are you guys? What are you guys up to? Alex scheduled pedicure. So I, I had a job. Oh, my God. All right. I love you. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Pleasure doing business. See you, man. Peace.